Hey guys, Gordon here. I just want to take a second and thank you for downloading our episode, listening to our episodes, sharing our episodes, tagging us on social media and helping us grow our mission. It means everything to me. And from here uh, to continue growing where we're at, please consider throwing us a small donation just to help grow the mission, support the team, support the infrastructure and continue to build the Permafit name. Thank you all so much. We love you. We'll talk to you soon. All right, we are live. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to the Art of Permanent Weight Loss. Happy Thursday, if you are watching this live. And this one is going to be going on the podcast. So speaking of which, if you are watching this on Facebook right now and you haven't yet checked out our podcast, you definitely got to go over there and do that. Okay, so our podcast is called the Permafit Live Podcast. It is available on all the major platforms, iTunes, which is our favorite uh, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Play, um, iHeartRadio, basically any place where you stream podcasts is available. And if you get value out of any of that content, please, please, please drop us a like, drop us a review, drop us a rating in iTunes that helps us grow the platform, the Permafit platform. It helps us grow our messaging and get that out there more and more and more. And by the way, guys, if you are listening to this on the podcast and there's more content that you are looking for that you are in search for to try to help you through this process of weight loss transformation in a way that's permanent then go check out our facebook group okay it's totally free it's called the art of permanent weight loss and we go live in there every single week like this a lot of the content doesn't make its way to the podcast so you're going to want to jump in there and we're doing some new things in there now by the way where it's going to be daily engagement at a high level. So you're going to want to go check that out for sure. So uh, that being said, guys, let's jump right in, right? So this is a topic that we absolutely love and uh, usually generates some hate, which is awesome. (laughs) I'm happy to, to have this conversation with anybody on the planet. And the topic is this, guys, which is why dieting and food restriction are the worst ways to go about a weight loss transformation okay if you want something permanent and they are also at the same time the exact reason why people fail at weight loss transformation okay i'll say that again when people give up foods when people go through this dieting process and i'll break that down in a minute but when people do that that is the very reason why they fail at their weight loss and fitness transformation okay their health weight loss, fitness, transformation. And nothing, nothing, nothing could be more true than what I just said. Okay, so um, let's break this down. There's a lot of elements to it. There's a lot of layers to it. And I think let's just start with dieting. You know, what is dieting? When you think about dieting, like what does that even mean? So when most people think about weight loss, when most people think about health transformation, when most people think about fitness transformation or fat loss or anything like that, anything under that domain, or even just getting healthier, forget about like, you know, weight loss, just think about getting healthier, and improving your wellness. The first thing that comes to people's minds in terms of nutrition is I got a diet. I got to go on a diet. I got to go on a diet. You see someone that lost a lot of weight in your life, maybe like your sister or your best friend, or someone, a coworker, oh man, what diet are you on? 
Right? What diet did you go through? What diet are you? Whatever, right? You watch the news, right? For those who watch, I don't watch the news, but if you watch the news, you'll see a lot of stuff like the latest diet, right? If you read any kind of health magazine, this diet, that diet, right? And let's just back up a little bit and talk about dieting, okay? What does it even mean in modern day society, in our culture, dieting is a, it's a structured, organized way of eating. Okay. It's a structured, organized way of eating where there are buckets of things that you can eat and buckets of things that you cannot eat. Okay. So you've got like, eat this, not that. Okay. Um, avoid this, have more of this. Right. And when you, when you start creating those boundaries, when you start setting up those, uh, those, those walls between like what you can and can't do, what you can and can't eat, what restaurants you can and can't go to, uh, what, what, what things you can and cannot put in your coffee, stuff like that. What happens is you, you end up burning out. Right. And so diet, like, like let's, let's kind of walk through the life cycle of what happens when someone goes through a diet. Okay. So maybe you've experienced this. I certainly did this many, many times over the years. I know Scott, you did as well, my man. And I would say probably 99.999, if not a hundred percent of our clients have gone through some variation of this as well. Okay. And it looks like this. I hit a, a rock bottom. Okay. You hit a rock bottom. A lot of times this just coincidentally happens to be on a Sunday. Okay. You just had a long weekend of family stuff and going out to dinner and drinking maybe or whatever. And you're it's Sunday evenings, whatever. And you just, you feel like trash. You don't feel good. You look in the mirror. You don't like what you see. You are putting on clothes and you're like, Oh, those feel tight, tighter than usual. Uh, you look down, you don't like what you see. You, you don't like the way you feel. You don't like the way the seatbelt is fitting around you. You don't like the way it feels to bend over and tie your shoes. All those little things are happening, right? That's, that's kind of what happens when, when you hit this like rock bottom, so to speak. Uh, there are different levels of that rock bottom. Like some people obviously will go much, much deeper. But anyways, you hit this breaking point and you make this decision. You, you declare it. <clears throat> I'm going to make a change. I'm going to make this change. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. I'm going to lose the weight. I'm going to lose the body fat. I'm going to transform, right? And like some people, and I admire this, by the way, some people will take this to the extent of like, they'll be like, no, no, no. Like I'm rising like the, I'm rising like the freaking Phoenix here. Like I am going through this <laughs> metamorphosis. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be epic. Just watch me. Right. And I love that. I, I really do. That gets me excited when I hear people kind of get into that zone. And so what they do is and they, they're doomed from the beginning, by the way, most people when they get into that space, because in their head, they're thinking they're invincible and they're in they're, they're thinking that I can just I can I can do all of these things all at once, change all these variables in my life at the same time. And all it's going to take is me to just willpower my way through it. No excuses. 100 percent discipline. Bang, bang, bang. Get it done. Right. And again, Awesome. I love that mentality. It's great. Unfortunately, though, it is flawed. Okay, so it's Sunday. Let's move. Let's move into Monday, right? Monday starts. Okay, we're in full blown diet mode. So you wake up and whatever diet you decided you're going to do, you've committed to it, whatever. Maybe you went shopping, you had to buy some some stuff for it. <laughs> 
special foods or whatever. <clears throat> Monday rolls around and you start eating foods that are in that diet. Okay. Whatever it is, let's just say it's keto and use that as an example. It's really popular right now. So you eat a lot of high fat foods in the morning. Great. You eat an avocado, some cheese, whatever. And then the day goes on a little bit more and you have more of that. Okay. The day goes on a little bit more. You have more of that, right? You've got, you know, bacon wrapped steak for dinner or something. You know, I don't know what people on keto really eat, but all this fattening stuff with no carbs and whatever. And you're going through your day and you're like, wow, this isn't so bad. Cool. You get to the end of the day. Awesome. Maybe you worked out even better. The next day rolls around. You do it again. Okay. Maybe you do it just as well the second day as you did the first day. Cool. And you keep this on for, could be three days, could be five days. Let's just say five. Okay. So you make it all the way to Friday. That is amazing. Okay. First of all, if you can willpower your way through something like that for a week or for five days, that's actually very impressive. Most people burn out after less than 48 hours. Okay. So let's just say you do get through that fifth day. Here we are. It's Friday night. Okay. Friday night. You've went the whole week with basically eating like no carbs. You are fatigued because that's what's going to happen when you take the carbs out of your diet, out of your, out of your daily eating routines. Okay. You will feel fatigued. Um, you will experience, I know, I just, I know from like keto, you'll experience some different symptoms. Some people call it like keto flu, whatever you will feel down. Okay. Physically because of that. So you'll have that going on and you'll have this other thing going on. Right. And it's like this nagging in the back of your head, this nagging need, this nagging urge to consume carbs. Okay. Because you will be basically in like, you'll be like relapsing in a way. Okay. Because your body doesn't have those. So it's struggling to create energy for your body to use. Okay. ATP energy. It's struggling to restore glycogen. It's struggling to give your body the juice that it needs to actually perform physically. So you'll start to crave those things. Okay. But you've committed now, right? You committed to this diet. You said it rising like the Phoenix. Here we go. We're going to make this transformation, right? So it's Friday. So now you have this battle you have to go through and in your head, this is like, okay, well, I can commit to this all the way like I said I was going to do, right? Which is going to take even more willpower because my family's having pizza tonight. Um, we're, we're, watch, we're going to the movies later. We're probably going to get some popcorn, whatever. And you can't do that now because you're on keto. Full-blown restriction, right? You can't do it. So you're like, okay, fine, whatever. I committed to this. I'm going to do it. So then you, you commit. Great. And the whole time, and Scott, you talk about this a lot too. The whole time when you're sitting next to your your husband or you're sitting next to your, your, your daughter or whatever, and they're eating pizza and you're eating, you know, another plate of, of chicken with cheese and whatever, an avocado, whatever, you know, that kind of stuff, no carbs. You start to like have this dialogue in your mind of like, man, is this even worth it? Like life is just so short. That pizza smells so good. It looks so good. I, I feel like it's been an eternity since I've had bread because it's been five or six days. Uh, and I, and I, I'm just, and you start to drive yourself crazy, right? So you will begin the process of rationalizing why you should quit that diet. Okay. 
and this will happen. Now, let's just pretend for a second you do have the willpower to get through that Friday night. Okay, now you've got all day Saturday and all day Sunday to get through. So you go, you make pancakes for the kids, but you're only eating eggs and cheese and ham. Okay, and then lunch comes around, you kind of do the same thing, dinner, whatever. And your family's having like whatever pasta and chips and like all this, you know, stuff and ice cream, maybe, I don't know. And you're having just the same stuff again and again and again and again. Eventually, guys, you will break down. It will happen. Okay. There's like, I've I've actually never met anybody. I'm sure they're out there, but I've actually never met anybody. No one in the fitness space. I'm talking about professional bodybuilders, professional powerlifters, fitness models. I've never met anyone that can willpower their way through a diet for an extended period of time, like more than 90, maybe 90 days up to like maybe six months at the most. Okay. Like that's, and those are professionals. Those are people that, that, that is their job is to be fit to that level. All, you know, for whatever, to, to make money. Like that's how they put food on the table. So if they're not able to do that, I promise you, you're not going to be able to do that. I'm not able to do that. Scott's not able to do that. We've already tried and failed at that. Okay. And so here's now all that's great. I'm sure you already know this deep down, everything I just said up to this point over the last 10 minutes, but the pro the biggest problem is this. Once you realize, once you rationalize that I can quit this diet because life is too short and you start going back to your old ways, most people subconsciously without thinking about it, they don't just go back to their old ways. They go back to their old ways, like hard, like I'm making up for lost time kind of thing. Okay. And so not only does the weight, cause you might've lost by the way, four pounds in that week of eating no carbs. Yeah. I mean, it's all water weight by the way, but you might've lost that. So you might've been feeling good and you might be, you'll, you'll create this, this argument in your mind that I need to make up for lost time. I, I lost four pounds this week. I can eat an entire large pizza and a pint of ice cream right now. Like you start to, to make up these, these, um, you start to like, it's not even just rational, rationalizing these things. It's almost like you're arguing in favor for something that you actually, that you know, isn't actually true. It's kind of funny. And you'll put that weight back on and more. Okay. And what you've now done is you've, you've, you've plant, you've like hammered a nail right into this, like into this giant, like, I don't know, this giant <laughs> board in your mind, uh, that, okay, here's one more notch of an example of something that I tried and failed at <laughs> build up more disbelief that you're ever going to be able to get out of this hell. Okay. And every time you do this, every time you try a diet like that and you have that sort of result, you are adding another notch there. You're adding another layer of limiting beliefs that, man, I'm never going to be able to do this. I'm never going to be able to do this. I'm weak. I got through four days. I got through five days and it was hell. How the hell could I ever go through this process for 90 days or six months or a year? You know, and these guys are talking about permanent transformation. What the hell does that even mean? I can't even diet for more than five or six days. Right. And so that is dieting in its, in its most common and popular form. All right. Now I've lived it. 
I'm going to turn this over to you, Scott, because uh, you you did go down some of those paths even more so than me. I never really went into keto uh, the way that I dieted, just so everybody knows, over and over and over again for years was I had the same like bullshit list of things that I was going to change. And it, it was always on a Sunday. Okay. So it was speaking from exist from experience here. It was, um, it wasn't carbs. It was bread mm-hmm. and pasta gone, sugar gone. Um, uh, I used to put, so back in the day I used to put sugar and like when I was really younger, like, a, like just barely, uh, over 21, I used to put, um, like different syrups and stuff in my coffee. Anyways, all that shit was gone. Okay. No candy gone. Desserts gone. All that stuff gone. And I was going to go all in on salads, right? Salads, salads, every meal (laughs) for breakfast. Breakfast was going to be nothing but egg whites. Okay. And that was like my, my approach. Um, and it obviously I would last two days, maybe sometimes. And I would do this like literally probably, 10 times a year, not quite once a month, but probably 10 times a year. Okay. So, so Scott, what did you, what, what does your dieting history look like? And, uh, yeah, I mean, just like paint that picture and like how, how, how many times a year were you going through that process when you were at your, your lowest point? Yeah. You know, and I wish I kept track cause I really didn't, but it was, it was very common. I was, it was, I was probably around once a month close to, I bet, I bet it was similar to what you said about 10 times a year. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, so I never did like, like keto. I never did like full out keto, uh, but I did like South beach, um, Adkins paleo. Uh, my big thing was also bread. I wasn't going to eat bread. Um, and that would always last until like the weekend typically. And then I'd, you know, kind of sit, like you said, that mental dialogue would start up. I'd be out. And, you know, whether wherever I was and I'd see someone doing something and then that dialogue would start up about, why am I even doing this? It's just stupid. Like, you know, it's not I'm not that bad. And, you know, life's short and I shouldn't enjoy myself. So screw it. And it was a common theme. And then I would go back to normal. And then some period of time later, I'd feel disgusting. And then, you know, typically you're right on a Sunday. (laughs) I'd go online, I'd go to like bodybuilding.com, I'd find some workout or I'd start, you know, I did, as you know, I did CrossFit for a little bit or I'd take up running. I trained for a half marathon, I just went online and found the training schedule. I did like a lot of the P90X, you know, follow those, those videos. Um, and nothing was ever uh, lasting, nor did I ever really see any result. Like I, I worked out since I was 17, but never looked like I worked out until I was in my thirties. And I always, I always say that when you, for most things in life, most people typically try to follow mainstream advice because they hear it, they see it, they're advertised it. So they just believe it to be true because it's constantly being through. That was the point of advertising years ago. It was just, let's get a message out in front of people. When we do it enough times, they'll just kind of buy into it. And that's what, what's happened with many things, whether it's, um, you know, what to do with your money in terms of saving money. Or, uh, you know, with, with, with fitness and weight loss, it could be any topic. If you look around and you see the, the, the masses have a problem, yet they all follow the same methodology, then chances are the methodology needs to be questioned. It's, 
typically true 100% of the time. If everyone has the, the result that you want and the masses have that, then, you know, you would think that that approach then would work. But when you think of fitness and weight loss, I'm sorry, are you going to say something, Gordon? Yeah. So let's talk about the masses for a second, just because it's, it's relevant. Guys, the masses is, it, I have some real numbers for you. So 70% of the United States is overweight. 70%. That's seven out of every 10 people is overweight, which means they're, <clears throat> they are approaching a, the, the line between healthy BMI and obese. Okay. Now you can argue the whole BMI thing, whatever, but I mean, I'm telling you right now, if you are on that line, if you are pushing into that, if you are part of that 70%, you are carrying around more body fat than is healthy. Not just, not just subcutaneous body fat, which hides your muscle definition and makes you look pudgy and soft, but you're also carrying around what's called visceral body fat. Okay, visceral body fat is the stuff that builds around your arteries. This is the stuff that causes all of the shit that no one wants to talk about. Okay, this is the stuff that leads to fifty thousand dollar hospital bills. Okay, hundred thousand dollar surgeries with insurance, by the way. Okay, so just understand, 70% of the population is there. 40% of the population in the United States is obese. Okay, so everything I just said, multiply it by 10, because that's the impact. Okay, you start to get into things like diabetes. You start to get into things. For every pound of, of body weight over your nominal, um, your nominal level, that... <clears throat> that that essentially puts four pounds of additional pressure and force on each of your knees. Okay. So if you're a hundred pounds overweight, you're putting 400 pounds of unnecessary force on your knees, every single step you take. So why is that important? Because the number is, is almost identical <clears throat> in terms of the force being applied on your hips and also on your ankles. So when you're obese and you're overweight, <clears throat> yeah, you're looking down the road, you're looking at a knee replacement, you're looking at hip replacement, you're looking at the, these kinds of things people don't think about when they're 35, 38, 40, 45. But those are the things that are coming for you when you're 65, 62, 68. Right. And that's when life gets really shitty. <clears throat> okay. So understand like 40% of the population is obese, 70% of the population is overweight. And neither of those categories is going to lead you into a life of vitality. Okay, so if everyone is following <clears throat> this conventional wisdom, but <clears throat> the vast majority of this country is overweight <clears throat> and not seeing any result from that, you should be questioning that. You should be questioning the conventional wisdom. So anyways, continue, Scott. No, and it's all good stuff. And, and you know, the, think of the thought process around it. I mean, and I thought the same thing that we hear all the women that we work with say before we work with them, which is typically things like, I just need to eat healthier. I need to drink more water. I got to cut out soda. I know what I need to do. I just need to do it. I got to work out more. Um, yet they're still stuck. And yet they've done all those things. So why is it not lasting? Right? Why is it not lasting? And it goes back to those three things we always talk about. We'll, we'll talk about it till we're blue in the face because this is really it. 
you need a long-term sustainable strategy. A diet has a start and end point. So it is not a long-term sustainable strategy. That means that your results have a start and end point. And then when that end point happens, you go back to where you were. But every time you do that, it becomes harder to even stay there, right? So then it gets worse and worse. So your set point becomes lower. Um, so this, you have to have a, a strategy which stems from understanding how this really works and then understanding how to do it in a way where it doesn't need to be so all or nothing, so black and white, so you know zero or 100, perf perfect or not. Because that, I mean, we'll all fail if that's how it has to be. I couldn't do it. Gordon can't do it. No, no one can do it. Other than, I mean, maybe a fraction of a fraction of a fraction of a percent of people who are like that. But, uh, you know, most people can't. So that's why long-term sustainability comes first. Could keto work? Could paleo work? Could Adkins work? Yes, yes, and yes. Of course they could. But you don't stick with them. So, no, they're not going to work, right? <laughs> That's the thing is any diet will work if you could stick with it, but no one can stick with it. So a diet's never going to work. Attempting to give up any food you love is never going to work because your mind will kick in. If you want something as a human being, you have a desire for it. You, you want it. No one can take that away from you. If Gordon says he wants a red sports car, I can't say, Gordon, don't want that. He's going to be like, no, Scott, I want a red sports car. That's what I want. And maybe one day Gordon won't want that red sports car. But right now, it doesn't really matter what Scott says. Gordon wants what he wants, right? He may try to pretend he doesn't want it, but he wants it. So you, when, when you're like, okay, I'm not going to give up carbs. I mean, I'm going to give up bread. That's easy. It's just one food, like no big deal. I'll be fine. But you really want bread? At some point, you're going to want it. You're going to eat bread. You're going to give into that. You're, you're going to be tired. You're going to be, you know, you had too many drinks. Like whatever it is, you're going to be in a situation where I'm just going to eat that bread. Screw it. Life's too short. So sustainability is what matters. It's not about a perfect diet. It's not about some stupid meal plan because a meal plan, again, everyone will fail off a meal plan eventually. That's not an answer. Eating healthy. What's that even mean? Seriously, think about that. What does it mean to eat healthy? Eat healthy for what? Says who? Eat healthy because it's going to make you skinny, because it's going to give you energy, because it's good for your gut. Like, what do you mean by eat healthy? Because it's known as a healthy food. That doesn't mean it can't make you gain weight, right? So knowledge of how this works, sustainability, strategy, how to actually change my body, and eat in a way that I could still live my life and look and feel great, right? And then the second part is the mindset because my God, is that bigger than any of us think it is because your mind is running an automatic program. There's nothing we could do about it. That's just how we have our conscious mind, which are all the things that we're aware we're doing. Like right now, I'm consciously aware of what's happening in this you know, conversation. But even now, there's... 2 million bits of information flying through, flying by, and I'm capturing like 50 of them, right? Mm -hmm. So even then, I'm still painting my picture of what I'm talking about. 95% of my mind is subconscious, and that's just a stored program. There's no opinion. There's no anything. It just runs automatically. So if you've done a certain thing for a certain period of time or you feel a certain way about yourself, your subconscious mind believes that to be true. So it's going to fight tooth and nail to give you more data to prove why that's true. Okay. So until you recognize the magnitude of that, you will always find yourself going back to the old you. 
right? You will always find yourself in a place of impossibility with breaking the habit of being the old you. It's a habit. Being being overweight, failing at diets, struggling with this is a it's it's a habit. It's part of a, a ver- an identity that that you've created throughout the years. Right, wrong, or indifferent, it's happened. But who cares? You can't go back. So there's no sense in beating yourself up about it, except whatever happened that got you here. But now it becomes, what do you want to do about it? Because I promise you, if you keep repeating the same methodologies, the same approaches, I'm just going to diet. I'm just going to eat healthy. I'm just going to go walk more. I'm just going to go this or that. You know how it's going to play out. You may talk yourself out of that thinking like this is going to be the time, but we know how it's really going to play out. So it all, it all comes down to, you have to be in a place in your life where that just, you just don't want to do it anymore. Right. And we all say we want to lose weight. I ask people all the time, like scale of one to 10, like, where are you at? Like, how important is this to you? 10. Got it. So you're really ready to go all in on this. You're willing to show up committed and really put yourself first for once and invest in yourself, you know, monetarily, time, energy, emotionally, like you're really ready for that. Well, you know, I'm really busy right now and, and Christmas is around the corner. And so, and, and then you backpedal. So again, you have to be at a place in your life where you're willing to step through that fear and say, you know what, I, I, I'm sick of doing this. Like it's not worth it. And, and I need to do something different or else I'm going to keep getting the same result. So it's not about that. What we teach is like some magic to it. But what it is, is there's a reality to it. There's a practicality to it. There's a simplicity to it that makes someone actually able to do it. And that's all that matters. So, of course, if you measured every morsel of food for the rest of your life and only ate lean grilled chicken breast and steamed broccoli, you know, three, four, five times a day and and, and did all this stuff forever and never touched this, never touched that. Could you get results? Absolutely. Absolutely. You could, but you're not going to do that. So having strategy and even with strategy, I promise your mind will still look for data to try to get you to go back. Happens all the time. So understanding how that works. And lastly is because of what your mind will do to you is having the support, having structure and coaching and accountability and community when you're going through this transitionary period in your life, we call it a foundational period because it's not just about like, Hey, let me lose 30 pounds. Like that's cool. That'll happen. But what it's really about is setting the foundation. Like you're building your dream house. You can't just, you know, paint the walls. You got to build the foundation, right? You got to have a foundation or else the thing's going to fall down when the wind blows. So you don't build a house on a roof starting from the roof up. Right. So you need to have a foundation and that's what this really is. And it takes time. This is not an overnight thing. It takes time. And that's why I say that you have to be ready to commit to yourself. And when I say that, that does not mean that you're not going to have fear or skepticism or doubt or, you know, now is not the time. Like that's normal. That's totally normal. If you think what what I mean by that is that the stars have to align and everything has to be perfect. And Mercury's got to be doing whatever, like, no, that's not going to happen. Like you still have to be willing to in the, in, in the chaos of the shit storm of life, take action. Never perfect time. There's always going to be a challenge and a roadblock and an obstacle. 
So, but you have to be willing to step through that. And then when you have the support and the strategy and the mental reframing that goes on, then you could have a permanent transformation, but don't think it's going to happen overnight. You got to be willing to play the long game, right? We see people all the time that are like, Hey, going on vacation next month. And I got to drop 25 pounds. Cool. We're not for you. It's not what we do. It's not what we do. Not who we want to work with. Now, if you tell me you have a vacation coming up this summer, cool. We can do that. But you got a vacation coming up in 30 days. Not what we do. Right. So we work with the women that are sick and tired of trying things and always wanting this and thinking about it all day long and hating everything they look or, or that they wear and feeling uncomfortable and not having sex or only having sex with the lights off. Um, all the shit that goes on. Right. You could either just stomach that and just live your life that way, or you could say, I don't want to do that anymore and really mean it, really mean it. And that means taking action. So no, not a diet, a cookie cutter workout program on Instagram, uh, you know, following a meal plan that consists of salmon and basmati rice five days a week, not going to get you what you want. It'll get you there for a week, but it's not going to get you what you want. So you got to decide what you really want. And if it sounds harsh, um, you know, I'm sorry, but I'm not sorry because sometimes as, as a coach, it's about what you need to hear, not what you want to hear. If it's what you want to hear, go tell your friend you want to lose weight. Right. And they'll say, Oh, Oh, Susie, you don't need to lose weight. You're fine. Just, you know, that's fine. No, you look great. You look great. Well, that's going to keep getting you the same result over and over again. So if you want something different, it's not about being mean and it's not about being, you know, like a drill sergeant, like that's never going to get you anywhere either. It's about basically <clears throat> that if you continue down this path, things are not going to get better. If you're 40 years old and you've struggled for five years, I promise you five years from now, if you keep doing the same things, you will be in a worse position than you are today. Not the same, not better, but worse. Okay. That's just the way our bodies work. When we try all of these temporary band-aid things that start and stop and start and stop and start and stop. And that just leads to more and more self-sabotaging behaviors and, 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 and self-hatred and self-doubt and skepticism that anything will ever work. And I'm going to be like this forever. And I, I'm just going to succumb to a life of misery around my body because that's just who I am. Well, no, it's not. I promise you, it is not who you are. It's who you've believed yourself to be, but it's not who you have to be moving forward. <laughs> yeah <laughs> so much good stuff there that's the truth guys i mean one of the things that you said scott i just i had to write this down because it, it reminded me of this is that most people will continuously for the rest of their life they will act without thinking thoroughly they will act without thinking things through okay and on the flip side of that coin it will subsequently also think without acting properly, right? And this, this is a cycle that people end up in before they try to go through a health and fitness transformation the right way is they'll act. They'll take action this way, exactly what we're talking about. They'll diet. They'll cut this. They'll cut that. They'll do something extreme. They'll follow whatever conventional thing that they were told, and they won't really think it through they'll take it at face value and they'll just do it for a while until they can't until they burn out until they you know the whole thing blows up and and collapses upon itself and then 
oftentimes after that, they'll do the opposite, which is they will think, right? Once they once they backpedal and they start eating all the stuff again that they that they purged from their their diet for a while, they'll think about this. They'll think about it for a month, two months, three months, whatever. They'll think without acting. They'll think without acting. They'll think without acting. And eventually they'll flip the coin over again and they will act without thinking. Does this make any sense? Because this is exactly what goes on. <clears throat> and, you know, Scott uh, pointed out something that's like just, it's huge, guys. Look, transformation doesn't happen by accident. Okay. It happens by actually investing in yourself. Okay. And I'm not even, I'm not talking about just money. Okay. Invest, investing some time, investing some real energy. Okay. Eating uh, avocados and not eating bread. Like that's not investing time or energy. Forget about money. We're taking money out of the conversation because money seems to freak people out for some reason. Let's talk about just time and energy. Okay. If you're just, if you're just uh, restricting things from your diet, you're not investing any time or energy really. Okay. You're not, if you are following some cookie cutter thing, some one size fits all thing, right. Program or whatever you are not investing any real time or energy you're a little bit, a little bit. That's a little bit. It's better than nothing, I guess. Right. But it's still, there's no strategy behind it. Really. It's not applicable to, to you a hundred percent. Um, it's just, a, you know, a generic cookie cutter thing. Right. So great. Um, but you're not, you're not actually investing. It's not until you really take the time to invest and take the energy to invest in yourself, to learn how all this stuff works, to learn how your body really works, to learn what's really going on with your mindset around this stuff, to learn how muscular hypertrophy really works. Yes, that's important. Yes, it's relevant. Yes, it's required if you want permanent transformation. You need to learn how these things work, okay? And actually, we don't really talk about this, but I'm going to talk about it right now. People always ask, like, what's your program? What is it? How long is it? How much is it? Blah, blah, blah. Look, there's a lot of questions that you could ask about it, and I get that. Uh, at the end of the day, there there is one common thing in all of the clients that we work with in terms of what we deliver to them, and that is that we have every single one of our clients go through what's called our permafit life system academy okay this is our online course okay it's several months long okay and the reason that we do this is because we need to teach our clients a lot there's a lot of stuff that has to to be understood there's a lot of stuff that needs to be they need to be educated on and this is just as applicable to the division one college athletes that have come through uh, the doctors who have come through the physicians, therapists, just as much as it as it has been applicable to the the teachers and stay at home moms and others, you know, bookkeepers, CPAs, accountants, attorneys, you know, that come through here. Every single one has gotten value out of that because there are things there that you're not going to pick up just through conventional everyday reading or talking with your uncle at Thanksgiving about this and that, like this is something that you need to understand. And when you learn this stuff, guys, the best part about this, the best, best, best part about this, the reason we built this course in the first place is when you learn this, you learn how 
food works. You learn how nutrition works. You learn how your body is using those resources to do different things. What's actually going on? It's not enough to just know the buzzwords, okay? You got to actually know what's going on. And when you do, you will never unlearn that, okay? I want that to really sink in. If I told you right now to forget the alphabet, just forget it, just purge it from your mind, you wouldn't be able to, right? You've learned it. You can't unlearn it at this point, right? And this is the same thing. You'll never unlearn it. Okay, so imagine what would happen if you knew exactly how to eat for the rest of your life. Just think about that for a minute. If you knew exactly how to eat the things you really want to eat, no restrictions, for the rest of your life and be in a body that you love. And you knew that you would never forget that. You would never unlearn how to do that. What's that worth to you? I promise you right now, if you're just just hoping and praying that like the next Instagram post that your favorite influencer puts up is going to give you that, like it's going to be able to convey all that to you in one post or whatever, like a $40 thing, like ebook, it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. This is a process that requires you to, to really invest that time into yourself, but it's a one-time thing. You do it once and you've got it and it's, it's embedded and then you don't unlearn it. Right? So I just, I really want that to be clear. That's a huge part of what we do. And uh, the other thing too, you know, before we, well, just the other thing too, <laughs> I'm going to say we're going to wrap this up, but uh, you know, Scott mentioned that if you're going through a lifestyle, a way of living year after year, after year, after year, you are building up habits. You're building up things that your body is used to. You're building up routines, right? Things that your, your mind expects you to do. It's a habit right? It's what your body knows. It's, it's all your body knows. <clears throat> and it will fight tooth and nail to stay there, like he said, right? So this is called habit force. Okay, and this is habit force. And when you do something continuously day after day after day after day, and in this case, we're talking about being overweight day after day after day after day, and slowly accepting that you're creating the habit of being overweight, you're creating the habit of being unhappy in your body. You're creating this habit, believe it or not, of looking in the mirror, hating what you see, feeling bad about the way things are, and then moving on with your day. That's a, that becomes a habit. It becomes a routine. You may not be happy about it, okay? but it's something that you just do, right? We just do. We're used to it. Because we're used to it, it feels safe. Again, you don't have to be happy about it, but it feels safe. It's really no different than how people end up in horrible situations with abusive spouses or whatever. They may not like it. They may not be happy, but it's what they know. So they stay, right? And people do this. I use that as an example, but there's really a million different examples, okay? I know people around the country who live in areas that they just can't stand, whether it's the, the weather or the people or the traffic or whatever. And I always ask, well, why do you stay? I don't know. <laughs> I'm already settled. <laughs> okay. Well, what the hell? <laughs> you can change that. Right. And, and they, they, but it's what they know, right? It's what they know. So they stay. This is no different guys. If you're overweight and you've been overweight for years, it's what you know, it's what your body knows. 
So of course, when you try to interrupt that and change it, it's going to fight you on it. It's going to resist, meaning you're going to, you're going to have to overcome some mindset challenges on that. And most people overlook that or they don't give it any thought at all. Right. And that's where collapse and failure is inevitable. Right. So, uh, look, dieting, if you're following a diet, don't expect it to be successful. Okay. Don't expect it to be successful. You might lose a little bit of weight in 30, 60, 90 days. But as far as permanent transformation, I'm thinking about where you're going to be two years from now and it's not looking good because that's just the nature of how diets work. Okay. And, if you're, if you're giving up foods that you love as part of that diet, like if you are wholesale restricting things because you have intentions of losing weight, losing fat, whatever, then again, that's a very finite thing that will come to an end. I promise you. Okay. It could be a couple months. Maybe you have more resilience than some other people, but again, it's, it will come crashing down. I promise you it will. So if you really want to do this the right way, then again, it's learning nutrition so that you can eat the things that you actually want to eat. You can still consume carbs. You can still put sugar in your coffee or whatever, whatever it is. Like those things are not things you have to give up. You can still eat pizza, right? And when you do that the right way, guess what? You can keep doing it because it doesn't feel like you're dieting because you're not dieting, right? This is just changing your lifestyle a little bit and understanding how nutrition works so that you can kind of play the shell game with those things and live in what I call vitality, right? And freedom around nutrition, freedom around food. Okay. And then one other, one other thing about this is because this process takes some effort, because this process takes some investment of time and energy. And yes, there's a, a monetary investment to put yourself into a completely different lifestyle. But because you're doing that, it's going to take effort and things will come up. Okay. Things will happen in your life. It's going to happen. Things will come up. Like you'll have, unfortunately, like things might happen to a family member that deter you. Things may happen. Uh, like right now, Texas is freezing over for some reason. And we have clients out there who are like without power and stuff. And I, actually, I just saw a post this morning from one of our clients. She's just, she's amazing. Um, I think she went like 53 hours without being able to go back into her home or something like that. It was a long time. And, um, and there's, you know, everything's frozen. Anyways, anyways it, it sucks, right? It, all this shit happens. Um, it could, so that's a natural disaster, but you could also have like, Really anything, just think of anything. Like a couple of years ago, a pine tree fell in my yard and totaled my car and my wife's car. Did I ever tell you that, Scott? I don't know if I ever did. Uh, no, I don't think you did, actually. <laughs> yeah, totaled both of our cars. Uh, that, was, that was a blast. And um, <laughs> you know, it's funny is actually if I, was, if I didn't get out of the car when I did, like it was like a minute after I got out of the car that that tree fell. I could have died. It's kind of wild. Um, just the way it fell. <laughs> but yeah. So someone's looking out for me, I guess. Uh, but uh, look, when that when that kind of stuff happens, guys, when when things like this come up and they're like huge interruptions in your life, it's very very easy to immediately deprioritize yourself. I mean, how many people have done that? Like, 
it, pretty much everybody like something comes up oh shit all right well i'm you know let's now we're too busy let's order pizza tonight and i'm not going to work out for the next month like you just start deprioritizing ourselves immediately why i don't know but my point is things are going to happen things are going to come up and when you actually make the declaration and invest in yourself then you will also build the skill of being able to deter that stuff and re- and realize that no matter what's going on the most important thing that i can do is consistently show up for myself consistently show up for myself and put myself first because when you put yourself first everybody else around you benefits i promise you that uh, it's another thing that our clients tell us just day after day after day after day after day is the ripple effect that this creates right when they create transformation in their life all of a sudden their kids and their spouses and their siblings and their neighbors and their coworkers all start to feel the, the effects of that okay it's they become like that little beacon of light in their circle okay and they be, basically become like a almost they start to you know influence in a, in a positive way it's a beautiful thing um, but anyways, guys, none of this stuff happens if you're just in this diet mentality. So look, if you are in this situation, if you are living through some of the the stuff that Scott and I described here today, you know, the best thing for you to do right now is to book a call with us and have a conversation. Okay. So what that really looks like is really simple. It's just a, com- like I said, it's just a conversation where we're going to get to the truth about what's going on. Like what's going on with you? Where do you want to go? What have you been struggling with? What have you tried how long has this been an issue, right? And we're going to really dig in, get clarity around that. And then we can, like, from that from that point, like, create that battle plan. We can create that strategy. And that's great, okay? So, I mean, you're going to get ultimate clarity around all that stuff. And look, if it's a great fit for you to, to jump in with Permafit, great. We can talk about that too. I mean, we you know, we can get you enrolled right there on the call, and that's awesome. We can get you started. And quite honestly, your life will never be the same if that's the case. But look, if it's not a good fit, that's cool too. Okay. So, I mean, there's, there is no downside to having this conversation just so you know, and to, to book this call to see if this is a good fit for you, just head over to permafitforlife.com forward slash call. Okay. Super simple permafitforlife.com forward slash call. I'll put that in the comments here. I'll put it in the show notes for the podcast. And again, let's just have that conversation. Okay. So again, you can do that at permafitforlife.com forward slash call. And other than that, guys, we're going to wrap this up. Scott, do you have anything else before we punch out, man? I don't think so, man. I don't think so. All right. So stop dieting. (laughs) dieting. (laughs) Start eating the foods you really want to eat. Learn nutrition the right way. And you never have to worry about this again. Okay. So, all right, guys, enjoy the rest of your Thursday. This has been a blast. And I will see you in the next one. Bye, guys. Take care, guys. (laughs) 